Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Rice Guys Morning Show with Matt Man. Urban Dictionary. According to Suburban Dictionary, the word brunch means I want to drink at breakfast. Nine. Man, Port Pirate's about as low as it gets. Eight. Ooh, celebrity crush. I'm still going to stick with Matthew McConaughey and Dave Grohl. And Fatboy. If you're one of those snakes who likes to swim up through the toilet, try here at around 10 o'clock. I bet you don't come back. The Rise Guys every morning. 93-minute rock blocks all day. 93.3. The Planet. Regular Timmy, good morning. Hey, how y'all doing? Good, good. I was just making sure you were not the legendary gay Timmy that uh, calls from time to time. Uh, no, no relation. <laughs> no, okay. no kin, no kin. What's up with you? Says you got uh, some advice. Uh, you need some advice or something? Yeah, I hate to switch the gears on you guys. But I'm just looking for some. Uh, I guess you could say relationship advice. <laughs> All right. What's going on? So uh, my situation. I mean, it sounds pretty good. I'm in a like long term. We've been going out for like six months. It's uh, staying pretty casual. Uh, we mostly just like uh, dinner. Okay. Uh, sometimes we do some lunch, uh, we stay over like a little bit. It's, it's a pretty good arrangement. Uh, you know, I met her, she was... How do you know this girl? Well, uh, I met her through work. Uh, we can call her, uh, she's a vendor for my company. So I met her through work and that's how we sort of got the ball rolling. Yeah. So, uh, what's the problem here then? Yeah, that's the but, um... She, the butt's the problem? The butt's the problem? Yours no. or hers? <laughs> <laughs> no, the butt's fine, but uh, the, the issue, hers? I guess you could say, is that, and I knew this from the beginning, uh, so I knew this going in. She has a a big thing with alcohol. Like, she doesn't drink, and she doesn't like it either. She says she doesn't, like, understand why anybody drinks. And I drink. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, right. Too sweet. <laughs> you, uh, how many times a week do you drink? Is this uh, do you, do you just a weekend kind of thing or what? Uh, I'm usually 100% on the weekends, and then I'll have a, a couple of drinks throughout the week as well. <laughs> I don't drink in front of her. Like, she doesn't. I told her I didn't. So I've just been going oh. six months uh, just not drinking in front of her at all. But the other shoe's going to drop, you know. Like, if she meets my family or comes out with my friends, like, it's going to, I'm not going to be able to just keep that up. Or you could get drunk and lose your shoe before it even drops. Who knows? <laughs> so, now, look, so you, you, you're, you've told her you don't drink as well. Yeah, I told her I didn't drink, which isn't exactly true. Well, that's, that's a real bad idea. Yeah, that's not good to do. I mean, like, if you told her, hey, by the way, I love to drink, uh, you know, dr- I drink 100% on the weekend. Uh, <laughs> you realize, uh, I mean, I would assume the way you're you're talking here, that'd be a deal breaker with her, maybe? Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Like, at this point, I'd like to try to find, like, a middle ground, um, but I'm not quite sure how to get out from, yeah. like, 
this lie that I told her. <laughs> did she uh, Did she grow up with a parent that had a substance problem, anything like that? She hasn't really delved into it. That's the sense that I get. Uh, most of the people that I've met in the past that have had a problem with alcohol have had uh, some bad role models. Yeah. Um, so I assume it's something like that, but I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, man, it, I mean, it might be the simplest answer is that if you do it and she don't like it, and you want to keep doing it, and she won't like it, maybe y'all just ain't a good fit. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. I mean, that's true. If you, if, I mean, you're, you're, you're living a, a lie, essentially. How, how, do you, how do you hang out with her on the weekends if you drink 100% on the weekend? Well, this is sort of a complicated thing. Like, we, this is why I don't want to give her up, because I managed to have like, a pretty good time with her like sober. Um, it, it was a little weird at first, like going out to like restaurants and not ordering like alcohol, but yeah. uh, now we got a pretty good groove going, and it makes sense not to drink when she's around. But as soon as she's not, you know. <laughs> how, how old are you? Can I ask that? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, 31. Okay. All right. So, it, look, you got to ask yourself this: There's nothing wrong with being selfish every once in a while, but. Do you care enough for her that you will be a different... In other words, is it worth it to you to not be you to have her? Ooh, that's a big question. Uh, I guess where I'm at is that it might be worth it to give it a shot. Like, I haven't been in a relationship this good uh, as long as I can remember. So I'm just trying to sort of get get the balls up to maybe sober out for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah you said it seems to be like the general tone of all the text messages coming in. A lot of people saying, well, if you like her, uh, you know, maybe at least give it a try to curb the drinking some. And then somebody just put it, just stop drinking. Blanky is better than beer. Which, uh, yeah. point. I agree. This and you answered your, Wise own, words. Yeah. your own question. I mean, if she was with someone who had a drinking problem, she doesn't want to be around somebody who's drunk. So that's her yeah, deal. Yeah, that's not the sort of thing I can yeah, talk her out of or anything like that. Why do you drink? That's uh, yeah, good question. It good. You just trying to fill a void, or you just having fun, buddy? <laughs> oh, I just I've been drinking since like high school. I just have a great time. I'm a really happy drunk. <laughs> it's just a big part of how I socialize. Do you tend to be unhappy when you're not drunk? Uh, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> you know, if if. It's just a pattern I've gotten into, honestly. Like, I go out on the weekends with the fr- with my friends. Sometimes I pick up some drinks after work. And, yeah, I feel it feels a little empty without it. Uh, well, you know, the more I hear, maybe this is, uh, I mean, not to go all analytical on you, but maybe this is what uh, maybe God or, or whoever you believe in or the universe or whatever put her in your life because you do need to slow down. Yeah. It could be that. I mean, it's yeah, time. I heard that. It could just be time. Yeah. Now, I mean, the other part of this is her name is Margarita, and that's what oh, called uh, uh, Big problem. Yeah. Wait, he's 31. That's when I quit doing that. He sounds nervous happy. He's calling into a radio show, didn't even go anonymous because he knows he's got a problem, and he's wanting to know, and is he selling out himself by chilling out on the drinking? Right? You could be selling yourself out by continuing to do it. You don't want to end up yeah. you don't want to end up being by, I mean, you don't want to change for for somebody, you know. You you don't want to be uh, unauthentic, but at the same time, like, uh, man, you gotta you gotta realize that 
I don't know. Man, I, this is a tough question. You realize that this is a problem. Put the girl out of the situation here. Down deep, you realize at 31, you're drinking too much, and that's why you called today. Yeah, maybe you could say that. Yeah. It has been a long time. So don't 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 change for you, and then the good will happen like as a result of that. Like you you cannot change. I we nine and I had a mutual friend years ago that uh, smoked weed, and he hid it from his girl for like a year, yeah. and then finally she found out that that he did, and uh, he quit doing it because she found out. And he became miserable, just miserable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then guess That's what? That's hard to do. Guess what? They're no longer together. It anymore. didn't work out. Yeah. It never does when that happens. You, you do what you want to do. It's just you got to. You can't try to force relationships with people who are opposed to it very strongly. You, I mean, you do what you want to do, and that's perfectly fine and cool to do. You just got to make sure that the people in your life are cool with it, and then it's cool. Do you prefer sex on a beach? Uh-huh. <laughs> you, 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 you really like it's that it's that thing where you you kind of realize that it's an issue and you want to change and you don't want to say that you want to change so you're saying I'm going to change but I'm going to do it for her but down deep you want to change yeah do it for yourself if that's what it is if you really think it's an issue and you need to stop and you know approach it as that yeah you start smoking weed yeah right try, <laughs> try <laughs> being don't sober place for a one while. with another is she though. cool with weed is uh what's her advice what's she do retail therapy what is it <laughs> yeah she does shop a lot yeah. but she's pretty clean as far as i never heard her bring out pot or anything like that yeah. so <laughs> what, what is your drink like if you were going out tonight to to tie one on what what are you ordering what's your uh what's your poison well, I've gotten to the point now where I'm drinking vodka, which I've heard is a bad sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just drinking it straight? Straight vodka? Well, like a little bit of vodka soda. You know, yeah. I try to stay in shape, too. Uh, oh, tell me about <laughs> it. Unfortunately, my shape is round. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think you know that you, you need to slow it down a little bit, and maybe that's the motivator, but the the true motivation needs to be that you you've decided that you want to – you, you want to because here's what happens if you quit drinking altogether for her, then if God forbid something's happened in the relationship, what happens then? Then you tie it on even more because you're going to be resentful. You're going to say, I quit drinking for her. Y'all, y'all are saying I got to like do it for myself. Like, well, down deep, you want might, to. That might be a pretty good idea. <laughs> you're a guy, and, and guys don't want to admit that we're sensitive about stuff or that we have feelings and all these things. But down deep, you know it's becoming an issue. This is somebody you like, but you know that who you are right now isn't 100% attractive to her. But it's also not attractive to you. You're pissed at yourself. Yeah, there might be something to that. I know. <laughs> I know. you got to do that. Every time in our lives when something ain't going right, all we say is, well, it's that person's fault. It's that person's fault. Nobody ever wants to take uh, – I can tell you a zillion things that are my fault in my life. A zillion. Mm-hmm. Who's got time? This right here, though, is is you realizing that you have an issue, and this is your motivator. But don't do it just for her. That's yeah. what I think. And I wish you good luck. That's good advice. Right. Seriously, go talk to somebody if you need to, whatever, if you're going to try that. It's easy to fall into the trap where you wind up because you're not drinking when it ain't easy to not drink, then you blame it on her. It's her fault. You resent her for that. Yep. And in that yeah. way, yeah, you might need to talk to somebody. You might get some help out of that. I appreciate that. Yeah. You got it, sir. Good luck with everything.
Hey, thank you. All right. See you guys. Straight Timmy. Thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Is the Rise Guys Morning Show 93.3 The Planet Rocks? Hey yo, hello, you ready to catch a contact? Well, then grab some Visine and let's do this. <coughs> it's now time for Nine's best damn audio. Yo, Nine, hit this, brother. In five, four, three, two, one, now exhale. Damn. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Lord. <laughs> Held that one for a while. My breath, too. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, Fat Boy appreciates it. I have five good clips this morning. Okay. So you'd like to go ahead and jump on headfirst into them. You ready? Ready? Y'all, Let's ready? go. You on that? You on that? I'll do it. Sure. Let's go. My favorite thing from Twitter. Let's go. Ugh, hate it. Hate it. Let's go. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. No relation to uh, to, to Carl, Eddie. Uh, Kellen? No. Do you know the name Michael Winslow? Fat Boy, do you know the name Michael Winslow when you hear it? Yeah, he does all the sounds. There you go. Guy from Police Academy does all the sounds. Too many Urkel on your team, so that's why you're Winslow. Yeah, that was about Eddie and Carl and them. Yeah. Walter Faldo's people. Mm-hmm. That was this, Kanye is, song. this is Michael Winslow who does the sound effects with his mouth in the Police Academy movies. I didn't know this, but you know like 10 days ago he auditioned on America's Got Talent? Really? He really did. What? What's he? Well, I you know he has one of the most incredible talents I've ever heard. And exactly, yeah. His sound effects with the, like the guns with the mouth do with his mouth. It's all mouth, yeah. We have the uh, the audition. Oh yeah. Okay. Obviously, you know we all know you from the Police Academy movies. Tell me why you decided to come on America's Got Talent. Well, my son Britton said, "This is America's Got Talent. You can come out here and be anything you want instead of being forced to be something you don't." Best of luck. Thank you. To keep myself occupied, my mom and dad gave me my first radio. Ah, Rock and roll. Oh, man. 
great, 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 great. Wow. Howie. Yes. What? Heidi. Yeah. Sophia. Super yes. Okay, Super yes. Four gigantic yeses. Gigantic yeses. Yeah, you can't just say yes. You can't just say, uh, dude, no. what is with the vernacular in our language now? Nothing is ever just anything anymore. You can't you can't just like something. You have to be obsessed with it. You have to love, love, love something, yeah. or it has to be super cute or super yes. You don't want anything. I need it in my life. Smash that like button. Yeah, yeah. Is that, I mean, it, we've, it's such a nation what? of hyperbole, man. Such a culture of hyperbole. Like we exaggerate everything we ever say, so you never know. Nobody ever is shooting you straight because everything's exaggerated, good or bad. Now, yeah, I totally agree. If we don't like something, we overstate how much we hate it, and if we like something, we overstate how much we like it. That guy's great and everything, but like, what would you do with that on stage? Like, is is America's Got Talent still the thing where you get a Las Vegas show? I don't know what they get, maybe. But if he had like, dude, if he had a stage show, I'd go see it at Comedy Zone or something. I'd go check it out. Just because, I mean, put together a show like that, a whole routine of doing whatever he wants to do. I'd go see it because I've always been amazed by his talent since I was a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, and this was smart too because you know how many people don't know him. I haven't seen him do anything since he was the what the, the voice of the Cadbury Bunny or something. That was him. I don't know. He was in some Cadbury commercials. I remember that. Oh, when you walk up behind people and fart and point, like he made good fart sounds with his mouth. Oh, he did. And like that guy did it. Then you got twenty people thinking they all farted and they fight. That's what you do with those talents. <laughs> Throw your voice. <laughs> Make people fight over farts. <laughs> or you, you stick your head out the window to the siren. You know, if like uh, ambulance drivers doing uh-huh. that. Go I've gotten good at that. <laughs> yeah, look at it. He's doing that with his mouth. Right now. It's pretty incredible. Oh. Paige, he's so talented with that I mouth. Is I can only see him smile from here. I can't see what he's doing with his arms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was <in> a mouth. <laughs> but again, though, I mean, uh, that's that's the thing where you you might get. If I was a rapper, I would hire him to do all the gunshots in my songs. Yeah, I'd never buy a beat again. I just have him never. do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike Will will not make this. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Michael Thank Winslow you. made this. That's right. Not Mike Will made it. Michael Winslow. Uh, this next guy is funny. He uh, he was following some gift clues. His wife and daughter had left around the house. He didn't know what the gift was, though. Turned out to be a PS5, and he lost his damn mind. Oh, uh, hang on, man. It's fine. He lost his damn Wait, mind. Wait, he sounds like Fat Boy. <laughs> Whatever you get it, man. Looking for the final prize? Go where you can look into your own eyes. You can buy a mirror. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You and your mom are the worst at surprises. Guys are the absolute worst at surprises. I'm not. Yeah, you guys are. You get more excited than that person that's receiving the surprise. <gasps> What was he doing to the wife there then? Uh, a big man baby. He's all, you know, he. Is it like he saw the gorilla glue gorilla? <laughs> he's, uh, you know what I mean? He's, look, he's following the gift clue trail here. and he's, uh, What was that that we couldn't see? Well, just the notes posted around oh. leading him to the gift, like a little scavenger hunt around the house like people do. That's super cute. And, he, you know, you get that kind of insecurity you get about that. And he's like, oh, you guys get more excited than I Yeah, you guys are worst at gifts. Mm-hmm. And then they got him a PlayStation 5, and he screams like a little girl. Prizes. Oh, Are those oh, still hard to find because of the chips? Yes. Jeez Louise. Yeah, it's still real hard to find. The, the, so what would that cost her, a grand? Possibly. Unless she found one at retail for retail price. Like 1500 on StockX. Yeah, I mean, if you happen to find one when somebody gets them in stock and you happen to get one from a store or a website, then you get it for retail price. Not. 
No, I'm not. <laughs> but most people are paying above retail price when they get them. It seems like. Um, it, it's you can. I mean, the, the, the Xbox One, the Xbox X thing, the Series X, the big square rectangle one. That one hard to find. PS Five hard to find. I just wait a few years. It's going to be a few years. Just wait Same a few years. Same yeah. thing's been out almost a year, and you still can't buy them. They learned a lot from watching uh, what Nintendo did with the Switch. Like, man, we should do this, but even more extreme. No, I'm not. Everybody biting in on Nintendo's action. I have a bit of Tourette's, I think. I hear certain sound effects and or <laughs> keep doing cues that Fat Boy plays, and then <laughs> I just. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> no, I'll catch you off guard. Nah. nah. Hey, mama. Um. This next clip takes us back to July 13th, 1984. Mm. In Dallas, Texas. Okay. Eddie oh, Van Halen. Eddie Van Halen, yeah. Yeah, in Dallas. Give away Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. July 13th, 1984. Do you know what was going on in, in Dallas on, on July 13th, 1984? Was it JFK? No, that was uh, 21 years <laughs> earlier. <laughs> in you know your history. Book suppository. <laughs> <laughs> this is a quick guess. Yeah. What was it? Barry Switzer? Michael oh. Jackson was in town playing a show oh. on a big thriller tour, man. Huge world tour. Michael Jackson's in town. And who pops up on stage during Beat It? Barry Switzer. Bet you can't guess. It's Eddie Van Halen. Is it Eddie Van Halen? It was Eddie Van Halen. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. That's who he originally wanted instead of Slash, but yeah. Eddie Van Halen wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But Van Halen showed up in Dallas to play Beat It Live with Michael. Oh, my clip God. Of that. Beat it. Beat it. How? I don't know. That's Michael Winslow. (laughs) God almighty. How in the hell? He did things with guitars other people just can't do. They it still can't replicate. Can never replicate. Even uh, Wolfgang can't. Yeah, no, there's a one one Puck. kid who's like 18, 19 or something, and he plays in a Van Halen tribute band, and he plays like that. That's that's really? incredible. Oh yeah, crazy good. How does something like that go? Like you think working here at a rock station, we would be aware of something like that? How does that stuff just get out? Thirty years later, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, thirty-seven years. Thirty-seven years. It's later. just there's so many things happen. I guess things get lost and forgotten about over time. Wow. Um, that's yeah. so wild. The, that, by the way, that audio has been remastered, too, from the original video. It was th- done on a videotape. Well, it sounds like crap. Betamax <laughs> or VHS-1. You yeah. know, you think back to the audio you used oh, to have on TV saying. back in the day. How did you get a camera in? But if you tried to watch a football game broadcast from the 80s now, it'd be hard to tell what's going on on the screen because you used a big HD. Mm-hmm. I don't mean high definition either. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> I have one more clip for you. And, you know, usually if it's some kind of funny little kid stuff, we save that for the end. Cause That's people, always fun. People love funny little kid stuff. Mm-hmm. This time it's a little girl. She's three. And uh, they, they get a, a package delivered to the front door. And she wants to know what's in it. 
And uh, what's in the box? Turns out it's your dad's body wash, and she has some comments. What's this? It's body wash. My penis boobies. Yes, for my penis and my boobies. That's all it is, but man. That's cute little really? kid stuff. What's this? It's body wash. My penis boobies. Yes, for my penis and my boobies. I hope you use it on your ass, too. Yeah, really? say You're missing stuff. <laughs> no, strictly for the penis and the boobies. Just for my body wash. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not even body wash. It's penis and booby wash. Now, that that would have won 10 grand on America's Funniest Video. They, they would have bleeped penis, though, on AFV. Yeah, they would. Yeah. You get some kid with a lisp, you know, oh, that's cute. Let's uh-huh. give him some money. Yeah. Oh, look, the cross-eyed kid just hit the dad with a wiffle ball bat in the nuts. Here's 10K. <laughs> yeah. That's for uh, your penis and your boobies? Daddy doesn't have boobies, first off. No, this guy has, This guy might. He's got a Tesla, for one. He's got a Tesla sitting there. Oh, is he a dentist? I mean, he could have some boobs under he that might, shirt. He's he wearing one of those some. shirts you'd wear to hide your boobs. Yeah. Uh, fishing shirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you see a guy wearing a fishing shirt. He ain't going fishing. He's hiring, hiding his man boobs. Yeah, and he's wearing the vent to keep the sweat down from underneath him. Yeah, you have no idea what PFG <laughs> stands for. Yep, yep. So we're gonna, I mean, the, the, the cute little kid can't be top. That's all I got for Nine's Best Damn Audio. No, don't say that's all you got. Well, that's, that's it for Nine's Best Damn oh, Audio. Okay. That's oh, all I got. I'm oh, out of clips. Oh, fine. Break time anyway. Okay, good. Stop it. We'll be back right after this. Good morning, everybody. The Rise Guys Morning Show. 93.3 The Platter. You know, when, when, you, when you do radio and stuff, uh, there, there may be people that you're aware of, but then you think, well, does the general audience know who this is? Like, maybe you had a favorite... Like, if I said, uh, if Fatboy says, hey, man, do you want to have Leah Thompson on the show again? Yeah. Most people would be like, who the hell is that? And to me, I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you freaking kidding me? Back to the future. Yeah. And then I have, uh, I was looking at the uh, the birthdays list earlier, and there's one I passed on because I didn't think you guys would know who she was. I'm a big fan, though. Her name's Lily Simmons, an actress. Yeah, I don't know who that mm-hmm. is. See? Exactly. But what's important to you might not be important to anybody else. Or She was like, naked on Banshee a lot. She was an Amish girl. It was fine. Well, write down how to spell her name. L I L I. I was I saw this thing. I'm going to tell you that a a comedian, a very famous comedian, <laughs> was a, this was uh, 49 years ago, was arrested and charged with. Listen, I've never heard of the reason I'm even bringing this up. I've never heard of this charge before. He was charged with disorderly conduct, conduct and profanity at Summerfest, uh, some kind of big stand-up comic uh, show with rock uh, music and all this stuff, mm-hmm. a festival. Uh, he was charged with using indecent language in front of wheelchair-bound children. Okay. I've never in my life, what? like, the, he, he charged with using indecent language in front of wheelchair-bound children. That I, that, I mean, just like the, the fact that a stand-up comic was given that charge. That stand-up comic was George Carlin. And, man, that's a guy that, to me, one of the first comedians that really, like, just broke down, like, talking about everything. Yeah. Like, everything. Oh, yeah, man. He was great with wordplay and all that stuff. Total smart-ass. Really good comedy. But Dirty, filthy. It's another example of what you've, you've been saying it for a little while, Jimmy. And, I mean, a lot of people think about it, but not to this point that... The fact that more and more we see like great historical types not make it through the next generation as far as remembering them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the, the legendary types will always be there. Your Jordans, your Babe Ruths, your, uh, oh God, I mean, I don't know. Will they? Like Babe Ruth, you got to think my fade away. 
after what the old game is. I mean, it could, yeah. I mean, it's only been around since the the turn of the you know the late eighteen hundred, so it's not been here forever. But just like I, I was telling, uh, uh, hell, one of you wasn't Paige. No offense, I just know it was one of the guys. I was watching uh, a new episode of Pawn Stars the other night, and a guy brings in an autographed picture of Abbott and Costello, which I bet you a bunch of you listening now is like, who the hell is that? Were yeah. they a band in the 70s? bunch of people probably are. They were like a, a comedy vaudeville act, and like I know who they are. I know it, the, who's on first. That's them. That's their, their big thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy says, yeah, it's real. It's worth this amount of money. But sadly, people don't know who they are anymore. And I'm like, God, that is crazy. Because we have... The the library in the palm of our our hands with you know cell phones Wikipedia everything, but yet we don't remember them. Yeah, yeah. You were saying that about Prince the other day. Yeah, because there was a story we almost did, or we were thinking about doing it in headlines about Prince, and then we decided not to because Prince man has considering like what a big superstar he was for thirty plus years. He's really fallen off completely since he died. The way the family mismanaged yeah. the whole estate and everything. Like, he's really like his. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the footprint of Prince has gotten far smaller since he passed. The footprint. There was a huge explosion of interest initially, and then it's just died off like to nothing since then. So you don't think that he will make it through the next generation? You don't I think there will be a resurgence? There could be. There could be a, a small resurgence there, like a lot of people have, but right now he's kind of... Current, I mean, it's not that he's gone forever. I mean, he's dead forever, yeah, but it's not that his, his legacy's gone forever. Right now it's really diminished at this point. And as long as it's in those hands, it don't seem like it's going to come back. Unless somebody makes Purple Rain again. Well, they already sold Purple Rain to like a local like title loan place somewhere in Sandusky, Ohio, probably. Yeah, they like split up all the IP of Prince to all the different family members. Yeah. And they sold it for whatever they wanted. Yeah, like when Dove's Cry is now property is some tax return place in uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. It should have been Dove Soap. That uh-huh. would have been beautiful. But instead, they just like, I mean, they went the flea market route with it. Yeah. Like, okay, let me, let me try to think of an example. They went around with it like they didn't need the money and they didn't like him either. And this was after Busy Bone did when thugs cry. <laughs> well after that. This has been sampled already. Like Guns N' Roses. Did they make it over the next generation? Because look at Nirvana. Mm-hmm. Nirvana's got legs. Yeah, Nirvana does have legs. Right, Guns N' Roses will still be around for a little bit longer. Um, Motley Crue, but Guns N' Roses, those guys are all still living too now. Yeah, Motley Crue, and, music's oh, different. They won't. Motley Crue won't stick around. The only people who like Motley Crue are the people who were young when Motley Crue came out. Yeah, and then that crowd kind of thinks you know that was the tightest. Yeah, like if you're a kid now, right. Motley Crue's got to be lame as hell to you. Yeah, they're gonna be like, hey, please don't play "Smoking in the Boys' Room." Yeah, I really? mean, that, that song, uh, "The Wild Side." I mean, that's, I think it's lame. Okay. Hit me so, with one. The only reason I like Wild Side is because it makes me think of wrestling in Georgia when I was a teenager. That's true. Um, Take a walk on the Wild Side. Let's see. Who's a good one? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, see, all mine have sports context. Yeah, I mean, you think, think about like uh, anybody who was a great athlete in the, uh, in the last 30, 40 years. I mean, unless they're still actively doing stuff, you don't remember them at all. Throw one, fat boy. Like, you know, people thought Bill Russell would be the most dominant oh, big man, man back in the day, but they couldn't have known Shaq was going to come along. Yeah. As far as, like, just dominant. Mm-hmm. Plus, Russell's Bill Russell, the only thing he does now is tell you to go get vaccinated commercials. Yeah. Like, how, I mean, <laughs> sponsorships. Unless you're talking to Jethro, how often do you hear anybody talk about Dan Marino? How often do you see anything about Dan Marino? Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's fading. He's still living and still yeah. working and still out oh, there, but hey, still. listen, man. 
You're preaching at me like I'm at a revival no, I'm just, right now. I'm just explaining. I don't know how, but it seems like with NASCAR, this kind of lasts longer. Like, legacies kind of stay intact. Yeah, that's because it's okay. generational Perfect. fanship. Earnhardt, Dale Sr. Yeah. And and don't don't change your tune because you know how I feel about him. But is that one? Oh, man. Dale can stick around because Dale is not. Look, here, Dale's a huge mainstream figure. Yes. Nationally, not a mainstream figure. That's fine point. with me. Internationally, certainly not a mainstream figure. That's what is really hard to hold. But he's, I mean, and plus, NASCAR has a generational fandom, too, where you watch it because your daddy watched it and your granddaddy watched it and your great granddaddy watched it and your kids going to watch it. And we all just watch it. And that's what we do. That's why King Petty will live forever. That's why me and Fatboy watch NASCAR as much as we do because we just always did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. What are the sports ones you're thinking of? Boy. Well, I mean, you could have different ones like, you know, Babe Ruth. I don't think Babe Ruth lasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think he makes it through. Like, okay, let's uh, Marilyn Monroe. I know how Paige feels about Marilyn Monroe, but do you go to, would you go to teenage? Man, I, that'd be real interesting just to ask teenage kids. Do you know who Marilyn Monroe is? They would probably think you're talking about Marilyn Manson. I think Marilyn Monroe <laughs> has legs because yeah. the story of Marilyn nice Monroe has, has legs for forever because the story and the tragedy and possible. You know, the, Kennedy, yeah, there's, there's I mean, legs, it was a known Kennedy thing. There's right? legs to that forever. Like Betty Page had a huge run, and it's still pretty popular. But she will fade, and Marilyn Monroe won't fade because Marilyn Monroe has such a such a story that 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 people will always identify. Especially, you know, like young women will always be interested in that story forever. Why have they never done a Marilyn Monroe biopic? Who owns it? I'm sure they have, right? Have they? Norma Jean and Marilyn, yeah, HBO. Oh yeah, with the uh, naked Mira Sorvino. Yeah, not like a. Good movie. Current one, but mm. uh, there were stories about me and Marilyn and things like that in you? documentary. Yeah. No, but, yes. She was also a character in the Jason Priestley vehicle, Calendar Girl, back in uh, the mid, early mid 90s. But you know, Jason Priestley vehicle, nice. I loved that movie, Calendar Girl. It used to come on HBO. Did, did you ever see it, Fat Boy? You grew up watching HBO in the 90s. You had to have seen that movie a hundred times. Oh, yeah. It was good, right? Was glasses down. Good movie, right? Yeah. Was there a lot of nudity or something? I don't remember. Yeah, oh. remember Maybe much. a tiny bit, not much. You might yeah. have saw part of his stuff. Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> Priestley. Show me all of it or none. Oh, yeah. It's not like I'm White teasing. Lotus where you see it full on. Oh, yeah. Who else? I... Ali's People are texting already. in right now about the. You said what? Ali's fading. That's you know that sucks. And it makes you sad, but that's that the thing Dabo. That Dabo said it, man. Said his that, players but. like five or six years ago. He said his players don't know who they don't know who Ali didn't know was. who who Muhammad Ali was. I mean, yeah. presidents fade a lot. I think you'll come in a time way way down the line where you know Obama's footnote will be he was the first black president. I mean, that was it. But it's hard for people to remember what presidents did. Yeah. And then you have other people like if James Dean didn't die young in a tragic fashion, would people remember him now? I think the only reason they remember him as much as they do is because he died young. That's the then again, Nirvana. Nirvana thing. Jimmy Hendrix. That you, they didn't have long enough to make bad music. Yeah, like Jimmy really Hendrix. bad albums. Jimi Hendrix in the 80s is something I love to think about. What kind of track, oh. awful music would come out of Jimi Hendrix in the 1980s? He would have been on We Are the World. Yeah, he would have been. But he would have just, I mean, he would have been like hanging out with the Herbie Hancock making these weird oh, electronic man, jazz records right. in the 80s. You it know what he would have been? like uh, Dewey Cox yeah. when he started all that. Yep, yeah, that's exactly, music, exactly Oh my right. God. Then Elvis, too, man. The 80s would have been so unkind Elvis to some of these guys. Elvis would have been doing a hip hop record. Like, imagine the trash Jim Morrison would have done in 1983. <laughs> uh, right.
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 